A snowy morning for many around the country, including Coronet Peak. It has really come down. Lots of people heading there this morning on snowy roads after the fresh dump. Very busy morning for Coronet's ski area manager, Nigel Kerr, who is out there right now directing buses and cars, but (laughs) has kept a pre-existing appointment with us to chat about his ambitious dream to supercharge Coronet Peak's mountain biking network. Hi, Nigel. Kira, Jesse, how's your day going? Uh, better than yours by the sounds. Well, I suppose you can put it in context. I've got blue skies, fresh snow, a beautiful mountain. Just a little bit busy, that's all. <laughs> busy with what? Tell us about it. <laughs> busy with, with people all deciding that, yep, this is my day. I'm going to go skiing and riding and um, I'm looking at a queue. We're managing to move pretty well, but we're going to run out of car parks eventually if things keep going like this. Oh, my gosh. Can you help people who, who don't know the area well um, tell us about Coronet Peak, where it is and, and where it fits into the grand scheme of things? Sure. Well, Coronet's just um, about 20 minutes' drive from Queenstown, which makes it by far the most convenient ski field in the Southern Lakes region. And when we're in midwinter and snow like this, we've got three express chairs and a whole lot of other surface lifts running. Um, so there's lots oh, of skiing to be had. How are you doing? Oh, God. Turn that off. You're right. There. You're um, right. And it really, I think we, we we are great facilities. And at the end of the day, I look at Coronet Peak as a roller coaster. And uh, and the roller coaster works, and you have a lot of fun here. <laughs> um, and, and what's been the major kind of stress for you today? Uh, the stress has been um, the road. Because uh, last night, I'm in Queenstown, the basin, the Wakatipu Basin, is looking an absolute picture at the moment. Yeah. Snow all the way down to the lake. However, if you're driving, maybe not quite such a beautiful picture. Uh-huh. People in <laughs> rental cars trying to work out um, what they're capable of. <clears throat> yeah, that's one way of looking at it. <laughs> Absolutely, Jesse, yeah. <laughs> or not capable of, whichever you might look however you might look at it. But yeah. we, we're getting on top of it. Um, you know, what's the time now? It's after 10, so the traffic stream's starting to slow down. We're starting to get in control of everything. It's starting to work. And you want to make things busier? Ah, oh, not, not, not today. <laughs> in general, you in want general. more for people to do on Coronet Peak, apart from ski. I think you've already got some mountain biking trails. Yes, we do. We've got a couple of mountain biking trails. And we've got, sorry, I'll just get this bus going. We've, yeah, Jesse, we've got a couple of mountain bike trails, and we are, hold on a minute. Are you parking or shuttling? Not here, car parks, chain bay four. Yeah, we haven't got room for buses to sit down here today. <laughs> so that's the next one down, the next corner. <laughs> oh, not, not me at the moment. <laughs> we'll get there, come back up to here, and then we'll, we'll just walk back up. It's not too far. Yeah, Chain Bay 4, it's just round the corner. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Amazing. Um, no, I'm enjoying it. Sorry. I'm enjoying um, it. <laughs> live, live chaos. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it what you dream of? How's the guy in red going? I heard you <laughs> talking about him just before you came on. Uh, no, we're, uh, yeah, we're winning. Okay. 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 Um, mountain biking, talk to me. Yeah, the mountain biking. So look, it's we are, we've got some existing trails we've, got some great trails here already. We've got three 
main mountain bike trails, XE Downhill and, and Upper Rude Rock, and they are going very well and very popular. And I suppose it's one of our focuses is if we can uh, work out what we can encourage because we're in a recreational reserve and the goal of something that's front-facing like this is to use it. Uh-huh. So that's our, that's our goal in life. And so we've done probably nearly four years of working with Doc towards getting this um, to happen. And um, now we're in a position where we've, we've put the plan forward for submission and we're hopeful of working towards over the next four or five years creating a, a world-class mountain bike park. What's the big hurdle? Why can't you just build it? Ah, oh, well, we're we're on conservation land, and conservation land comes with a lot of criteria around ecolog protecting the ecological value as it should, and, as it should. I mean, and we we have no problem with this, uh, and also it's Doc because Doc's very slow at the moment. That's correct. Probably, <laughs> yeah, correct. I'm I'm trying to be nice here, Jesse, but it is a, it is a process which. I find interesting that years and years of process is something that an organisation would take pride in. But anyway, uh-huh. we are getting there, and we once we get over this hurdle, we I think we will be going forward. What's the dream? The dream is a world-class mountain bike tra- track or park, and a w- bringing a World Cup or world-renowned event to Queenstown. Cool, cool. Uh, and how much work needs to be done to create that? Oh, oh, heaps. I mean, this is this is not a quick, simple uh, fix. Couple uh, of guys out there with shovels. It's it's shovels, little diggers, and you know, for every meter of trail we we build, I've got sort of a formula which is about two thirds is actually building the trail, and then another third of the work is actually. Um, Revegetating, so planting tussocks along the side, pulling out the plants that have been disturbed, replanting them, because what we want to do is once we've built the trails, you should be able to look up. And there is obviously a, a move; things have changed, but we don't want to see anything else. We do, all the no berms, no big dirt berms. It should all be revegetated and, and tussocked and planted up. Yeah. What is Doc's um, attitude towards mountain biking? What What is their view about the impact of mountain biking on conservation land? Well, I mean, that's changing. Uh, in 2016, their target management um, strategy was that mountain biking didn't really exist. They had to rewrite, and then in the last few years, Doc has rewritten that, done a lot of public submissions on it, and come up with the plan that, yes, mountain biking is good, and we should have it, and... Um, but under, you know, some guidelines, not just a free-for-all, and nor should it be. Yeah. Is the idea that mountain biking and skiing would sort of work in parallel, that they'd be complementary on the mountain? I think the thing you've got to look at with a mountain is the facilities we bring to the conservation estate. So this is a recreational reserve, relatively unique, if you think about it, because it's got flush toilets, it's a hot-owned treatment plant, it's got electricity it's got a base building it's got inside and outside and music and you and lifts and all this sort of stuff so effectively it's the full use of the facilities that makes things work for us and makes mountain biking up here such an obvious choice in the off season um the one thing we are having to make conscious effort to do is ensure that when we're doing mountain biking and designing these trails we're putting them off the ski trails so that there's not an in-winter conflict Nonetheless, um, 
according to some notes I've got here, climate change will make the ski season a little less reliable in the decades to come. Is this a bit of sort of future proofing, a bit of hedging? You could, you can look at it that way. What what really amazes me is how many people said last winter that Mount Ruapehu was dead because of climate change. But I am not hearing them say that this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I suppose the thing is, there's a lot of water to go under that bridge. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying, one season doesn't make a make a trend. For a sure, for sure. What do mountain bikers need apart from tracks? They need uphill access, and that's where the the ski field is a natural fit, as it is overseas, and um, and having the lifts. We actually built a new uh, express six seater uh, about five years ago, and part of that specification was mountain bike racks on all the chairs cool. that we can fit over summer, and that's exactly what people want. How much is it going to cost? Well, I've at the moment, and this is in today's guess, I think it costs about 15 to $18 per lineal metre of trail. And that includes revegetation, um, and so I think there's about 22 k's in that master plan. I'm sorry, you might have a calculator at your desk. Uh, I'm going to say, what, three to five million? Yep, somewhere in there eventually. Who pays for it? We do. Who benefits from it? The public. Huh. And you. And the sport. And the sport. Without a doubt, it it develops youth, it develops riders. We've got some great um, riders on the world stage in mountain biking. It, It brings them through. How many facilities of this scale are there in New Zealand? Um... There's a couple starting to develop. Not all have the uphill um, infrastructure mm. or, and reticulated power and everything that we do, but a lot of them are. Um, there's Nelson. There's definitely uh, Skyline here in Queenstown. has also got quite a big schedule of tracks, and it's got the gondola up the hill supporting it. So in Cadrona over the hill, they in similar similar situation. Um, so we're getting there, but it's... People, like particularly from a destinational point of view, you need choice and options, and that's what really works for us. Time frame? Four to five years, probably. Oh, yeah. Shame you can't do it faster than that, Nigel. <laughs> are, you, are you volunteering to come down and spend some time on a shovel? <laughs> that would be absolutely fantastic, Jesse. Um, but look, the reality is, in getting these good ecological outcomes, is one of the things that we do do. Is we only we only have windows when the ground is good to to build and revegetate. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, the revegetation fails. So we can only really have about four months a year to build in. Gosh, and we have to stick to that if we're going to do a good job of it. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm busy for those four months. Um, yeah. But good luck with them. Um, is the general community response positive? People like the idea? Well, I haven't t- talked to anybody who doesn't like the idea, but that doesn't mean that there aren't people out there who have an opinion that, that's contrary to mine, and that's just <laughs> part of being an adult and moving on with life. Yeah. Um, same with me, actually. People who come up to me only want to tell me that they enjoy the show. Don't hear from too many people who don't enjoy it. Don't, I don't think no. that's necessarily a reflection of the population. Um, <laughs> submissions are open. Submissions are open on this proposal until Friday, August 25th. So if you're for it or against it, that's your opportunity. And um, final question, Nigel, how good is it to have some foreign accents back in your part of the world? It's 
it's making our lives a lot easier, um, obviously, as a tourism business. Sorry, sir, you're right where the bus is trying yeah, to come through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to send the buses all the way around. It's the easiest way to turn. Uh, sorry. Jesse, so um, what was I talking about? You're telling me how good it is to have t- international tourists back. Oh, yes. Look, having having uh, international tourists and the international accents back represents two things. One, we've got a very viable business. Yeah. And two, we've also got a, a more viable workforce. Yeah. And between the two, thank goodness. As long as they can find somewhere to sleep, right? Well, yes. Yeah, but, you know, we bought a hostel this year. We're, we're looking at building staff accommodation. It's, it's definitely back in the agenda. If you're in, if you're in Queenstown, um, you know, and running a business, staff accommodation is a big deal. Good stuff. Nice to talk to you, Nigel. Good luck. Sorry, Jesse. <laughs> you're all good. I've enjoyed it. All right. Thank Cheers, you, man. mate. See ya. That's Coronet Ski Area Manager Nigel Kerr on this idea of a big mountain bike network, generously spending some time with us today when he had much more important things to do.